When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every step of the process, they'll attract the right type of buyers. They'll handle the paperwork involved with selling a house and represent you at the negotiating table. And most importantly, they'll give you back the time and energy the for sale by owner process takes away. Our endorsed local providers are real estate agents who know how to get top dollar for your home. Go to DaveRamsey.com and connect with a real estate ELP in your area. Don't lose time and money trying to sell a home on your own. Find your ELP today at DaveRamsey.com. This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM Yukaipa. I'm Chris Maurer, CNBC Business Radio. The markets are plunging as energy stocks take a hit. On falling oil prices, the International Energy Agency cut its forecast for global oil demand, which means there could be a glut of crude in the market through the first half of next year. The Dow's down 247 points, the Nasdaq lower by 58. The U.S. Census Bureau says household income rose last year to a median of $56,500. This marks the first first annual increase since 2007, which was just before the recession. Alaska Airlines topped Hawaiian Airlines for the best on-time rating for U.S. carriers in July. 21 planes were stuck on the tarmac longer than federal rules allow, which is three hours for domestic flights. That's the highest number of long delays in more than a year. The planes involved may be issued fines. Chris Maurer, CNBC. Hi, I'm Paul. I used to ask if you could hear me now with Verizon, but I switched to Sprint. Sprint's network reliability is now within 1% of Verizon. Plus, Sprint changed the game again with their new unlimited data plan that gives you the freedom to do whatever. Wow, unlimited data? Yep. I watch dog videos, cat videos, dogs with cats videos, no overages, no worries. People seem pretty excited. Ooh, and I play puzzle games and candy things and text, ping, post, snap, tweet, I am DM. Hashtag best unlimited on the planet. Can you hear that? So, switch to Sprint's Unlimited Freedom Plan. Get unlimited mobile optimized streaming videos, gaming, music, and data for $60 a month. Live your life unlimited. Live free. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash freedom, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 today. Coverage and offer not everywhere for discounted phones subject to credit and $30 activation fees. Lose taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Streaming may be mobile optimized with video up to 480p and music up to 500 kilobytes per second. Games limited up to 2 megabytes per second. Prohibited network use rules apply and data deprioritization during congestion. Reliability claim based on third-party data restrictions apply. 
ABC News Radio. I'm Doug Parrish. President Obama hitting the campaign trail for Hillary Clinton, speaking at a Clinton campaign rally in Philly today. Obama accused Donald Trump of talking down the military while singing the praises of Vladimir Putin. This isn't Abraham Lincoln's Republican Party. This isn't even the vision of, of freedom that, that Ronald Reagan talked about. Clinton reportedly plans to be back on the campaign trail this Friday after being diagnosed with pneumonia. Donald Trump reminding his supporters that Hillary Clinton thinks half of them are baskets of deplorables. Speaking at a rally in Iowa, Trump said Clinton's comments display her sense of, quote, arrogance and entitlement. More heads may roll at Wells Fargo. CFO John Shrewsbury says additional action could be taken that would impact all levels of the organization after employees were caught opening sham accounts to meet sales goals. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Americans are earning more as poverty rates fall nationwide. Census Bureau figures released today show median incomes grew 5.2% in 2015, the first significant increase since 2007. New York's attorney general has reached a settlement with companies, he says, allowed for illegal tracking of kids' activities on some popular children websites. Scott Pringle reports. Federal law bans tracking of online activity of children under the age of 13, but Attorney General Eric Schneiderman says Viacom, Mattel, Hasbro, and Jumpstart illegally allowed advertisers and marketers to follow every mouse click on popular children's sites. The companies have been fined and forced to make changes. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. Instagram users are now able to block offensive comments about their pictures. The app launched a tool this week that lets users list words they consider offensive or inappropriate. Doug Parrish, NBC News Radio. We now know that Hillary Clinton is battling pneumonia. What type? Some experts say the Democratic presidential nominee is showing clear signs of walking pneumonia. That's an infection in which patients don't feel well but don't feel sick enough to be bedridden. Clinton was seen at a 9-11 memorial event in New York on Sunday, swaying and wobbling. Her staff saying she was overheated and dehydrated. Clinton has pulled the plug on a two-day campaign trip to California. Colorado remains the leanest state in America. State health official Joan Brooker says there are good reasons for that. Colorado as a whole has a very active mindset, the people that live here, as well as the great weather that we have as a contributor. The CDC says Colorado has the lowest rate of obesity and adult onset diabetes and the second lowest rate of hypertension. Health Update, Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio. Welcome to Isla Earth. Nemo was the cutest little animated fish. In the movie, he gets lost in the big blue ocean, and Dad goes looking for him. Well, it turns out that for the real-life orange clownfish, the little ones do have trouble finding their way home under certain conditions. At just 12 days old, clownfish larvae have to find their way back to a reef and pick out a sea anemone home. They rely on scents in the water and possibly sounds in the reefs to find just the right neighborhood. But a study by marine biologist Phil Monday of Australia's James Cook University found that as seawater becomes more acidic, the little fry have more trouble figuring it all out. In his study, as acidity increased, the larvae lost all scent-following behavior, and their ear bones didn't develop properly. So, no smelling, no hearing. What makes seawater more acidic? Carbon dioxide. The oceans provide a great service to the Earth by absorbing greenhouse gases from the atmosphere. But increases of carbon in our air 
translate to increased acidity at sea. Will Nemo find home? Maybe, with a little help from friends. Learn how to reduce your carbon footprint at islaearth.org. Isla Earth is recorded on the campus of California State University, San Bernardino, and produced by the Catalina Island Conservancy, because Earth is an island. Get total freedom in your life safely and quickly. Build wealth and passive income so you never worry about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Hi, I'm Steve Davis, an investor in thousands of units over the years. Now it's your turn. Del Walmsey has been my mentor for nearly 25 years, and he's taught over 100,000 people just like you the principles of financial freedom through live one-on-one mentoring at Lifestyles Unlimited and his national radio show. I'm excited to tell you about the real estate workshop that changed my life. The workshop gets you on the inside of what we do and what we believe and unlocks the five ways we make money in real estate. Just like your personal trainer, Lifestyles Unlimited will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to GetMyMapNow.com. That's GetMyMapNow.com to register for the workshop that will change your life and let you stop worrying about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Welcome to Smart Health Talk with your host, Elaine McFadden. Welcome to Smart Health Talk with your host, Elaine McFadden. Welcome, everyone, to Smart Health Talk radio show. Yeah. I just love being here with you guys today. I can't tell you. This is like such an honor to me to even be able to be here and share some hopefully useful information on how you can protect your health and the health of your family. And so many of us get so many mixed messages out there. Uh, We're not really sure what is good and what isn't good. And I just feel so bad for parents nowadays because it is, it's difficult when you're bombarded by this much advertising. And unfortunately, most of it is what I call misinformation. Uh, They're giving you a message that is not necessarily true. Or if you've noticed a lot of commercials for products like sodas, Pepsi, Coke, They don't even talk about their product. They just project, oh, this will help you get the girl or you're going to have a wonderful life if you drink this soda. Uh, That's because they know better. (laughs) There's nothing good they can say about their product. 
we have uh, a couple of really great guests scheduled for you today. And if you have scheduled into Smart Health Talk with me, your host, Elaine McFadden, who is a registered dietitian and with a master's in public health. And I am actually today your own personal dietitian because I am going to be here supplying you with the kind of information I would a patient. I want people to understand what they should and should not be doing. And it's really not that complicated. They want you to make you think it's complicated because there's so many people pulling to get your dollar. And that dollar is oh so powerful, isn't it, Brandon? Where's our dollar sign, the invincible sign, song, excuse me, the invincible song uh, that we like to think of every time you spend your dollar? That's right. You're invincible. You're powerful. You can make a huge difference with how you spend that dollar. We can change the world with our dollars. And that is just one of the many messages that we try to get across here on Smart Health Talk because we're hoping we get there in there. We hope we penetrate into your brain and something clicks on and you're like, Elaine, I now get it. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for by the end of this show because I have two guests that can get you there. Uh, I have a wonderful, wonderful woman, uh, Michelle. Uh, She is from uh, the San Diego group that Michelle, okay, Schumacher. And she is from an incredible group, which is the Non-Toxic San Diego. And if you've listened to our show, you know that we have a a Non-Toxic San Bernardino Facebook, as well as a Healthy Alternative to Pesticide Inland Empire Facebook that you can go look up right now. I hope you're, you know, have access to your computer, your phone, and log on to Facebook, find Non-Toxic San Diego, find Non-Toxic San Bernardino, and also the Healthy Alternative to Pesticide Inland Empire Group. And please send us a, send us a message that you want to join because we need people. That's right. We got, we're building an army here, an army to go and fight against spraying pesticides. That means poisoning us in our homes, for one thing, coming onto our property to apply what we know is a toxic substance that can cause all kinds of health problems, acute and long-term. And Michelle is going to be sharing with us today. She, they attended a vector department meeting and she is going to be sharing with us uh, what happened at that meeting today. And I'm really excited to hear about this because I think most of those vector departments, uh, at least the one that I visited, the Northwestern one, uh, over in Corona, they had never had anyone show up for their meetings before. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we were starting to show up. So some of them are a little bit surprised they're getting all this attention. So Michelle, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Elaine. Thank you for having me today. Oh, I'm so thrilled that you're here. <laughs> yes, and I, you know, I'm embarrassed. I did not get to the meeting this morning. I was only able to talk to Vector Control, so I didn't get to attend. It was actually a city council meeting, oh, okay. but I do plan on making it here in the future, and I cannot stress and encourage enough how important it is for everybody to be going to their city council meetings and going to the Vector Control meetings and just saying, hey, this isn't okay. This is where we live, and these poisons are harming us. Did you know that one in four people in America today die of cancer? Southern California has the highest pediatric cancer rate of 
all the other states in the nation. We have an issue. And um, talking about the myth, you know, the, the chemical company in this instance is Bayer, um, and they have a product that they are having vector control spray, and they're saying that it's safe, and they're also saying that it's made from chrysanthemum flowers. And they say that it disappears 20 to 30 minutes after it's been sprayed. And these are all untrue statements. Um, the EPA will be the first to tell you that there's no pesticide that's safe. You know, pesticides are, by design, used to harm and kill things. So that's just a silly thing to even say, that it's safe. It's not. It's designed to kill. It's harmful. In this case, what they're using is a perithrin-based substance, which is a known endocrine disruptor, and it is just highly damaging, especially for developing children. Um, children are smaller. Smaller doses affect them more greatly, and they're also at critical stages of development. So you get this pesticide in there, and it starts malfunctioning with the development system. They're finding a lot of studies are showing lower IQ, uh, a lot of increased cancer and leukemia, from these perithrin-based uh, compounds. So that they're saying that this is safe. It's, it's quite shocking, and um, it's most concerning to me after talking to Vector Control that they are pretty much just a mouthpiece for the corporation, and they give a really pretty sales pitch that it's made from chrysanthemums. Uh, chrysanthemums are, you know, uh, toxic in, in nature to other creatures. However, they've taken that model and made the perithrins in a lab. So they're not being made from flowers. They're, they're synthetic. Exactly. And they're much more toxic being synthetically made by design. And concentrated, I would guess. Yes. And then the PBOs, which is an abbreviation for a word that I'm not going to try and pronounce, intensifies their toxicity, which is the other main ingredient of what they're spraying. Well, actually, Dr. Michael Hansen, senior scientist of Consumer Reports, said that that very substance that you just mentioned is highly toxic. That came directly from the senior scientist at Consumer Reports. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's just, it's frightening that they were spraying next to a special needs school yesterday. These kids have enough issues already. They're at a special needs school. They've all got their own current health issues. To be spraying something that is going to harm them further in a neighborhood, it's just, it's unconsciousable. I just, I don't even understand how vector control can arrive that this is a good idea. You know, they've really failed in education and bringing the word out that, you know, all of us need to be checking for our backyards for standing water and dumping it. You know, that's just the easiest way to effectively get rid of mosquito breeding grounds in neighborhoods where they're spraying. So, you know, we would really like to see and encourage vector control to focus more on education instead of wiping out um, beneficial insects, us, our children, the elderly, and, you know, poisoning and polluting our air and water. Because they forget about all these at-risk people that have cancer and asthma and all these other problems, and they're spraying pesticides. Most of the time, people don't even know that that's happening. And I just want to make, uh, are we ready, Brandon? Oh, no, we're not ready? Okay. Okay, we'll just get, give it one more minute, and then we'll, we're going to gear up because we have another special guest uh, on, the, on the line here that I think that you know, Michelle... Oh, I'm <laughs> yeah, <excited. laughs> and I, uh, she's going to be giving us uh, a rundown on 
uh, the latest study that she just released, which was shocking. And oh, then, I know what you're talking about. I and uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, she has, like, this, this woman has not been sitting home this summer, okay? And she has been out and about visiting people all over the country and just really connecting with the the moms and and pops out there, the parents that are struggling, you know, with their children and other people that are are victims of what's what we're doing right now. We're spraying for Zika. We're spraying for West West Nile, the Asian citrusillus. We're just like spraying, 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 you know, like right in our own front yard. And uh, and let me know when you're ready, Brandon, because I want to have you ready. Oh no, <laughs> okay. What are we doing? Okay, let me see. Um, It's Christina. It should be, that's the, okay. That's fine. You can put that one on. Go ahead. Okay, because I just wanted to have like a little kind of a drum roll moment here as we introduce our other guest here. And I know that you guys like know each other, so I figure we get each, both of us on at the same time. And this is the message that Zen Honeycutt from Moms Across America March, uh, Moms Across America, I guess it is now, and uh, she uh, has been giving this message to people all across the country that we don't have to just sit down and take all of this, that we can stand up and fight for for um, our children, for our country, for the future of our children. And welcome, Zen! Yay! <laughs> hey, Zen Honeycutt. Gosh, um kind of go way back I you know watching uh, Zen just go through this whole metamorphosis and uh, kind of reach out to the entire world really she's been all the way to China and presented and we're hoping that she is going to now help me say that is it like Hague or hog <laughs> how do you say the word yeah what I it? believe it's Hague okay say it again the Hague the Hague the Hague Conference, which is an international conference that's going on. I'm going to let her explain all that to you. And she's going to be telling us about uh, what they did during the summer. They had a huge billboard campaign. And then this new research that just came out. And trust me, you guys are going to want to hear all of it. So please don't leave. Don't touch that dial. Because <laughs> we got the information that we're bringing to you here on Smart Health Talk. You're not going to hear on the evening news because... They don't want people to know this information because it impacts their sponsors, which is their bread and butter. Um, so that's why we try to make sure that you get the information and the truth right here on Smart Health Talk. Okay, now, Michelle, uh, you guys, and please jump in anytime, uh, Zen, if you want to make a comment or ask a question uh, with Michelle. I just wanted to give her a little bit of a chance to tell uh what the purpose of what their group is trying to accomplish with the non-toxic San Diego, because uh, I know you guys have a petition up right now. I signed it, got my Thank signature you. on there. <laughs> but we need some more. We need more signatures. And it, this is like something that people, they're so busy in their day, right? They have so many things to think about. Oh, gosh, I got to go fight the city. I got to fight the state. I got to fight the county uh, to come onto my property and spray pesticides. Uh why don't you just give people just a little uh, summary on what your group is about and what, what you hope to accomplish? 
So our group, Non-Toxic San Diego, um, comes from Non-Toxic Irvine and how to create a toxic-free community, um, other groups that we've been involved with. But um, Irvine, if you don't know, has been successful in getting rid of cosmetic landscaping chemicals from being used on the city grounds. Also at their school, Newport Mesa just followed suit. So when we saw that they were going to be spraying in San Diego, it was like, okay, it's time to start our non-toxic San Diego chapter. Um, our first goal is going to be to stop this spraying by vector control and start addressing the California Agricultural Department spraying that's going on in San Diego and Tecate now by the state. And then we're going to kind of switch gears once we've accomplished that with your help of signing the petition and speaking out and sending an email and, you know, calling when you can to uh, cleaning up the city with the cosmetic landscaping chemicals. So that's pretty much our focus at this point. And that, you know, people people don't realize all that's going on. I have looked at some records that have been with the Freedom of Inf Information Act requested by Reverend Billy Taylor. <laughs> And uh, he's starting an effort to create a map of the United States and put all this information on there. And when you look at all the pesticides that are going on our parks, uh, these are heavy-duty pesticides. Did you get that a lot on your trips in when you were traveling the country, that people were upset about oh, the, absolutely. Uh, the pesticides going spraying in the parks where their kids play in that? Absolutely. In fact, I got demonstrated with Reverend Detail. Can you hear me okay? It's kind of cutting in and out a little bit. I don't know um, how that, why that's happening. Brandon, help. <laughs> I can, I can call if you want. Well, go uh, ahead. We'll, we'll try a little bit longer and see if it works. Go ahead. Okay. So I got to meet with Reverend Bill and Reverend Billy in New York in the Stop Shopping Choir, and it was interviewed on the radio there. We actually um, demonstrated as well. We went to a park. They actually had songs about glyphosate and spraying. And um, they've been very, very creative in where raising awareness, and they have some dedicated people who are just spending hours entering in data into those maps. And uh, they have, I think, 10,000 pages now of data from cities all across the country. And why this is important to do is because when people see their city and those little red dots of where they're spraying Roundup all over their city, it suddenly becomes very, very real. It's like when I tested my son for glyphosate in his urine, I found eight times higher the level of glyphosate than was found anywhere in Europe. It suddenly became very, very real for me, even though I assumed it and sort of, you know, would guess that there is glyphosate or Roundup in, in my children because we're being exposed to it so much from food and water and air and, uh, you know, not at the time breast milk, but, you know, from so many different sources, um, you would you would think that it would be in your urine. You would just guess that. But once you see it actually on paper for real, um, it becomes uh, personal and very upsetting. And that's what had me move to be to to really only buy organic food for my family and cook at home, um, you know, when we're cooking at home. So that that's very important work that they're doing. And, yes, we did see it all across the country. We saw spraying right on the banks of the Mississippi, four-foot swaths of Roundup, and I confirmed with the manager that it was Roundup. Um, they, it was sprayed all over the campsites, on the roads to prevent grass from growing through the, the gravel. It was sprayed, um, you know, on parks. I mean, we went to visit our graphic designer, and in her facility, in her complex, they were spraying uh, chemicals, and they had little signs up all over the place warning people to stay off the grass uh, right near a pond that they had, a fishing pond, you know, and 
it, this is happening all across the country. It's happening all around the world. We saw it in New Zealand when I was in speaking tour in Australia and New Zealand. It would be a, there was a beautiful, tr- basically a tropical jungle area, you know, of, of um, unpopulated wooded area, beautiful green area. And then all along the roads, four-foot swaths, again, of, of brown, dried, dead grass because of Roundup. And um, they're even spraying it on the fields in some places where they um, feed the gra- the, gra- the grass-fed beef and sheep, the lambs they, that are fed grass. They spray it first. I, I can't say everywhere, but I saw a farm where he admitted that they had sprayed the grass with Roundup in order to kill the old grass because the new grass was considered more nutritious. So then these animals are now eating grass that has glyphosate residues on them. And that's wow. why Monica Kruger showed in her study in Germany that even the, or- the grass-fed cattle had residues of glyphosate. I believe this is why, because they are um, spraying the, the grass, the, the, the soil of the grass before they plant. It's very disturbing. The hundreds of millions of uh, gallons of, this, of these toxic chemicals are being sprayed on our our streets, our farms, our sidewalks, the sides of the roads. I mean, just our food. It's, I, it, I we am are, so we glad are that you said that. We're poisoning and killing our planet. That's what's happening. It's very, very disturbing. But I'm glad that people like you are covering it and people like Michelle are saying no and saying we, we will not tolerate these the spraying anymore because 10 years ago, let's face it, we weren't aware of this. We weren't thinking about it. They were doing things. They were spraying the you know, the air and the food, and and the rest of us just thought it was safe. So, uh, you know, we are we're waking up to that now, and we're when we're taking action. Well, something I learned from uh, Doctor Tyrone Hayes at Berkeley a couple, no a, a couple of weeks Maybe ago is that the EPA wasn't even Maybe formed. I'm just talking. It wasn't. <laughs> what? Hello. Can, Am you I still- can you hear me? Yes. yes now I, can. I was just wondering if you can hear me. Now I can. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I was just saying that uh, Dr. Hayes uh, d- gave me an eye-opener when he pointed out that the EPA wasn't even formed until 1972 and that most of these pesticides were made like in the 50s and the 60s of which no safety testing was ever required. And so even after the EPA was formed, they were not uh, required to do any safety testing. They just let them continue to be sold and used. And so, Michelle, like, uh, what? how are you guys getting started with this? Because there might be other people out there listening that would also like to start a non-toxic uh, effort in their city. I know you started a Facebook page for one thing. Yes, I think, you know, if anybody's interested, please go on to our non-toxic San Diego and shoot me a private message. I can get you in touch with, you know, non-toxic Irvine's Playbook. We've also got um, quite a few other non-toxic cities. I think it's always best to start a petition. Um, so it's not just you and a handful of other people, but you get the support of your community. What we're really finding is that education is just crucial. People just don't realize what's going on. Um, so education is a huge component of, you know, sharing these are the studies, look at the harm 
that's inherent within these products. You know, it's safer alternatives are available. And we've done so much legwork on the research that if anyone's interested, please just come join us at Non-Toxic San Diego. Send me a message. I'm sure we've got other people in your community, too, that want to join you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, throughout our other groups and, you know, just starting a petition. And you want to stay away from the political uh like move on for the petition because some people that are Republicans would not want to go onto a Democratic platform for a petition. So you want to do iPetition or Change.org or something that's not politically uh, backed, you know, just so you can really reach a, a larger audience. Um, and then just educate and start attending the meetings. They only generally give you three minutes to speak. So you have to, uh, you know, just go and speak your piece in increments. So it takes a little time. It's a... a a process. I think it took probably a year for me to get our HOA to stop spraying Roundup, and now we're working on the city to have them stop spraying, and we've been engaging in dialogue with them for about nine months now. Well, that's awesome. So you've had some success, so you're showing that you can actually uh, be successful at this. People, And I think... Zen has been the perfect example of, you know, what can be accomplished because her accomplishments are so huge. And I love the message that uh, they had on the billboards. Why don't you tell us about your billboard uh, program that you did, Zen? Not perfect, though, and it's, and it's not me alone. There's a lot of moms that are working on this and working together and a lot of supportive organizations. So I, I do want to say none of this would be happening in Moms Across America if there weren't people um, in their hometowns that were willing to pass out flyers, to raise awareness, to go to their city councils, as Michelle is saying, and um, and to make a difference together. So it, it really does take all of us. Zen is the inspiration. You're the inspiration. With reaching out to people and um, we have had success with getting billboards up, which has been fantastic. There's about 191 billboards. I believe 99 are actual billboards, and there's another 55 or so that are large signs, you know, that are like giant, you know, big posters um, in different locations all across the, the country, but primarily in the Midwest and the South. And there has been some in the, the East Coast as well, in Virginia area and Pennsylvania and um, and, and in the Midwest, and those billboards have been, that's been very exciting. It's like a dream come true for us because um, we need to reach Americans all across the country, especially in the Midwest, where um, there seems to, in a lot of places, be a food desert and they don't have access to organic food. So putting the billboards up really does raise awareness in a way that uh, mainstream media, as you said, will not because their sponsors 
are usually chemical companies which also sell GMOs or they sell pharmaceuticals and they profit from people um, apparently not eating organic and, and getting sick. So um, we're excited to have billboards up all across the country. We're excited to have um, moms and supporters still reaching out despite the fact that SB um, – Sorry, despite the fact that S-764, which was the Dark Act, passed and we will no longer have, we will not have GMO labeling written on the package. We'll only have a code or a QR code, you know, a QR code or a symbol or a phone number or a website. We won't have the words GMO labeling um, anywhere on the package. Despite that, when I went cross-country on the National Toxin-Free Tour, I met many, many supporters who are not giving up, who are not going away, and who really get that our initial miss it, mission is education anyway. It, the, B, the labeling on the package is not the be-all, end-all, because just like aspartame or high-fructose corn syrup, um, people will still buy it if they're not aware of the potential harm to their family. And so we must do more than simply change laws. We must have the behavior of the moms who buy 85% of the food um, change to buying organic instead. So we continue to educate people across the country, and it was very exciting to meet supporters in just all all across the country who are dedicated and passionate and generous, and and to hear these great stories about how they had eczema or migraines or um, fibromyalgia or Hashimoto's disease, and were able to almost completely recover in in pretty much every case, every person that I talked to by going organic. So it's very exciting what's happening across so, the country. Well, you just answered my next question, which was going to be like, what, what are some of the impacts that happen in these people's lives as a result of being inspired to change their diet? And I just want to congratulate all the people that work, have worked on, on your campaigns. In. And I, you'll have to excuse me for, for thinking of you as an inspiration because I sat with you with right here in the studio many, many years ago. And right away, you were an inspiration to me. And so I know that you have actually, you've touched people in a way that makes them want to get up and fight. And that's a rare quality. And we need more of you. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> but um, I, I I would like to know, like, what, what are some of the other moments that happened to you? Uh, I want to, we're going to be uh, getting to the latest research that um, Zen's group has released. But I, first, I just like to know, like, what, what, it, what are the memories that really hit you the hardest on that trip? Oh, well, there was Rhonda, a school nurse in Arkansas, who she, she's a former school nurse, and she said that 70% of her children at the school that she was working at had either autism, allergies, or asthma. And 70% of the kids were afflicted with, a, these are essentially autoimmune issues. And she knows it's because of the food. She said the food they are eating is just worse than dog food. It's all GMO. And uh, they're not getting enough and they're not getting the nutrition they need. They're, they're so uh, impoverished. They live in such underprivileged neighborhoods that they don't have access to food, many of them, when they do go home. And the only meals that they get are the ones at school. And um, she was able to actually talk to some kids about the amount of food that they were eating. And some of them that did eat, you know, that did eat food, but it was too much junk food. They were eating a whole lot of it because they're so malnutritioned. And, and she said she got to talk to one kid about eating only the size of his fist of food. And he lost, I don't know, 50 or 100 pounds. You know, and this was a 
250 pound, like 13 year old kid. And, um, so her encouragement and guidance helped him to lose weight and helped him to start thinking about eating better. And partially because of her persistence, a natural grocers grocery store opened up in her, um, town. And it's the only natural grocery stores in the entire state of Arkansas. And, um, it's marvelous because the entire produce section is organic. Wow. So somebody like that just really warms my heart because she's not only doing going above and beyond her duty at the school, which is talking to the kids about um, not just their scrape or their, you know, their rash or their fever that they have that day at school. She's talking to them about nutrition and about how much to eat and, and going to the store and buying at least one organic thing and then encouraging a store to come to her entire community. Um, and on top of that, now that she's retired, she's committed to going to churches and speaking um, at, at, I mean, there's in, in each city, there could be hundreds of churches, right? Any city, given city. So she's committed to going to churches and to speaking to them about health and taking care of her body and how important that is, not only physically, but spiritually as well. So she was very exciting uh, to meet her. And then uh, lots of people, there, there was a couple in Washington, D.C., and the young woman had Hashimoto's. And her husband, who was an economist, decided to track everything that they spent on organic food for five years. And so they have wonderful tips and ideas on how to save money and buy organic and cook uh, you know, inexpensively as much as you can. And, and so people like them, they're going to be sharing their resources with us. We hope to raise some funds to make a series of videos to support other people in budgeting and um, and also managing their time, of course, and being able to cook organic at home. So there are a lot of different different kinds of great people that we met across the country, and um, we feel very blessed and, and grateful to Dr. Bronner's for supporting our tour and to all of the um, our listeners and and supporters that donated online on our website and were able to get us there and back in, in one piece and, and visit so many We stopped at 40 different places and dropped off flyers all along the play, the way. I, I believe it was 20,000 something flyers and, um, and met with, with lots of people, different groups. It was, it was really great. So you're, you're hoping to make another trip and why don't you tell us about that? Well, that trip is a trip to the Netherlands. It's called the Hague, the Monsanto Hague Tribunal. And it's being organized by an international group of, um, not just activists, but organizations, nonprofit organizations. And the intent is to have a tribunal with, I believe there's three or four judges who will be hearing from people internationally around the world. And there's, there will also be a people's assembly Well, there'll be people speaking there. And what they'll be doing is taking evidence to consider whether or not Monsanto is guilty of what they call ecocide. And ecocide is an, a new term, or maybe not that new, but it's it's a term which which the international community would like to have put in place as a new crime. So it would be considered illegal to, for instance, say, dump a bunch of pollution into the water and kill off all of the fish and the birds along that river, and uh, potentially make make uh, you know thousands of people sick that live along that river that are depending on that river. Um, for some sort of uh, water source or, you know, irrigation for crops, you know, that type of thing. So it would make it, it would be a new crime. And and that's that's a very real possibility from the outcome of this trial. Obviously, it's not a trial where Monsanto will actually be 
um, you know, given a fine or it's, it's not legal in that sense. But these are real judges, real international judges. And um, it is a very serious um, event that will be happening. And uh, we are, are happy to be a part to be speaking at the um, People's Assembly if we can, in fact, get there. And we would like to raise some money to, to go. It, um, it will cost uh, at least, well, I don't have the exact numbers now, but, it, you know, it's 700 bucks just for the plane ticket. So we need to raise some money. And we have been raising a little bit. People have been donating online. If you'd like to, it's momsacrossamerica.org under Donate. And we really appreciate the support. We think it's so essential that we are there because Monsanto keeps saying that um, American moms have been feeding their children GMOs for the past 20 years with no ill health effects. That's what they're telling China. That's what they're telling the Philippines, uh, Japan, all these places around the world. And uh, we are we need to go there and tell them otherwise. We need to tell them the truth, and they need to know what's happening with their children, that one out of two of our children have a chronic illness in America today. Um, as Michelle said, we have one out of four people in America. It's one out of three males, uh, sorry, one out of two males and one out of three females that are um, expected to get cancer. It's, it's, that's an epidemic. If any other country hears that, they better get their act together and start banning GMOs and um, banning glyphosate and not allowing uh, these these products into their country if they want to protect their people. And we need, we need to tell them that. We need to share this news. So, Michelle, as you're hearing um, Zen outline all of these all all of these experiences that she had during the summer, are is there some things that she's saying that you're relating to as well? Oh my goodness, everything Zen, you are right, is such an inspiration for all of us. And you know, I I went to a march from against Monsanto, like the first march, you know, many years ago, and have been active in, you know, I, I detest GMOs. In fact, we grow most of our own organic produce, at least for the dirty dozen in our yard, and I really support organics, but I like to go to my local farm. I'm a pretty, you know, I like to keep it as pure as possible and, and keep the uh, carbon footprint down of where they came from. So um, it's completely hitting home, and the work is just so important. Um you know, Monsanto, there's about five major chemical companies that are involved in our food production. And, you know, just hands down, they're not doing any services on an environmental level, on our health level, on a sustainability level. It's actually just nauseating to me and keeps me up many nights worrying about what we're doing, the loss of biodiversity, the poison from the monocrops. You know, we're creating poverty with this disgusting cheap food around the world. Why? You know, just for them to make money on us like, and deteriorating our family's health. It's just, it's so upsetting on so many levels. Well, and even, you know, we have an epidemic of diabetes and the latest study that came out said, even if you control your blood sugar, you're still going to get the side effects of diabetes, which is blindness, amputations, nephropathy, uh, loss of sensation in your fingers. I mean, all kinds of things happen as a result of diabetes. So even if you take your meds, which I think most people just think, oh, I'll just take a pill. And that's very upsetting to me as a dietitian because people should want to cure their disease, not just take a pill. Now, um, we're going we're gonna to move into a topic that is extremely controversial. I have seen people get so emotional over this topic and I am I am pretty upset. There are a lot of people with, 
that would be okay with a law passed that makes it mandatory for every single child in the state of California to have the recommended or the, I don't know, the mandatory, I don't know if they're making it mandatory to have like all 37 vaccines that they're saying now, uh, or if they will allow a minimum or not, but they pretty much kind of secretly slipped this law through uh, that is making every single parent in California have to vaccinate your child. You have, you can't use religious reasons or anything else. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. To not vaccinate except to just keep them home and homeschool them. And Zen has uncovered uh, lots of other information that was quite shocking, the breast milk study that she did. Um, if she wants to mention that, I'll let her do it. But there is some new research that she came out, that just came out um, with the help of uh, her supporters and getting uh, the test done to get the information on vaccines. And I'm going to let her go ahead and sh- explain that to you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, Elaine. I appreciate it. You know, this was a very challenging subject for us as well. We, we really hesitated in going into the area um, uh, of vaccines because, you know, in order to be um, successful at something, I really believe you need to focus and to become, you know, sort of an expert, seen as an expert in that area um, in order to advocate for something successfully. So to be honest, we didn't touch vaccines for a while and we were very grateful for the groups that did. Um, but then it really got to us when I, when I read the ingredients of vaccines and saw how many GMOs are in vaccines. There's GMO corn, um, there's, you know, derivatives from corn, soy, from uh, lactose, you know, dairy, eggs, um, and the bovine serums and the gelatins are all animal-based. And our animals, our livestock, are eating grains that are sprayed with glyphosate, the active chemical ingredient, and Roundup, the most widely used herbicide in the world, they're eating grains sprayed with that chemical, um, and the residues of glyphosate alone can be up to four 400 parts per million. And when I realized that, when I saw that list on the EPA fact sheet, um, I, I really thought that we need to test for glyphosate in vaccines. And we were able to do that so earlier this year. And when we sent five childhood vaccines to be tested with a screening method, which is Elijah, which is widely accepted as a screening method um, for glyphosate to detect is it there or not, all five came back positive. It was so shocking because with only five vaccines, you would think that, you know, maybe one, I mean, if at all, you know, usually usually you send 20 of a, to, be, to be statistically significant, but all five were positive. And um, MMR was 25 times higher the amount than the other vaccines. And this is extraordinarily significant because that is the vaccine that whistleblower William Thompson from the CDC has linked to autism, increased autism, in fact, with African-American children, uh, boys. And uh, this is this is documented. This is scientific. This is not hearsay. And this is uh 
not some, you know, radical hysterical person. This is, these are CDC records and the movie Vaxxed does touch on that. So, um, this information is enormous because it shows not just because of the fact that these vaccines are shipped all over the world and that millions and millions of, you know, children and people are being vaccinated and it's being mandated that they're vaccinated, but because it points to the widespread contamination of GMO chemical farming. This shows that it is really permeated and contaminated so many areas of our lives. We have found it in in urine, and, and I found it in my son's urine. Um, we found it in breast milk at levels 3,000 times higher than has been shown to cause uh, sex hormone changes and liver and kidney damage. We found it in Pediasure feeding tube liquid, which is the liquid that's given to children with cancer. And, and you know, this is what destroys a child's immune system. Glyphosate destroys the gut bacteria, which impacts a child's immune system. And, and at that time of cancer, they're giving a, a child something that's containing levels a thousand times higher than has been shown to destroy gut bacteria. It's absolutely criminal and insane what's happening with our food supply and how it's contaminating the rest of our um, consumer products and now obviously medical treatments. So this is been very disturbing. We, we found out, and I do want to touch upon the fact that we found out months ago with um, with one sample of each different of the different types of vaccinations, you can see which ones on our website under momsacrossamerica.org. And if you go to data, um, and we we I was just dying to release the information right away, but we were told repeatedly by scientists and lawyers that it would not be responsible to release that information with only one sample tested. Right, that we had to have backup um, testing done. With, with a different methodology as well in order to really be sure about it. Um, however, for months, we tried with other labs to get that methodology done. It's called HPLC, mass spectrometry testing, and no one will do it. And we still have not found anyone to do it. Um, another independent scientist did go ahead and test repeated batches, four batches of multiple vaccines, on, um, separately on his own, and he did confirm our results either at or above the levels, um, which we found. In fact, MMR he found to be in in some tests. I mean, some vaccines to be uh, 34 times higher than the other vaccines. So this was uh, the reason why, when he released his information, we then, of course, realized that we we should and and can come forward with it because it's has been confirmed by other independent, you know, testing. And, um, so we, we found out that he released the information and we got our lawyers and experts together as quickly as possible to fact check everything. And it was the news broke on EcoWatch, which is a very legitimate news source, um, which reached millions of people. And, uh, John F, sorry, uh, Robert Kennedy, Robert Kennedy weighed in on it. And Dr. Tony Bark, um, scientist, Stephanie Seneff, Farmer Howard Fligger and uh, plant pathologist um, Dr. Don Huber as well um, commented on and gave input to the report that we put out with a, a full report. So we are hoping that more major media will pick up on this. But in the meantime, when people like you um, have the courage to report on it, then parents around the country and, and hopefully around the world will find out that uh, there is their weed killer has been detected in our vaccines and uh, we have a a huge problem. This is a a major, major concern because 
there are no, obviously, it, it, obviously that's just not a good thing, first of all. Second of all, there's no safety tests at all to show that injecting a uh, pesticide or herbicide, technically herbicide, such as glyphosate and the other, um, the other ingredients in Roundup is at all safe in any way to be injecting it straight into the muscle tissue, which has a better chance of going into the blood um, and going up to the blood brain barrier. And the concern there is that glyphosate could be breaking down the blood brain barrier and allowing the toxins into the brain. And these toxins that are already in the vaccines or that are in our environment, pollution, the air, um, are, are shown to have a greater impact with the presence of glyphosate. So glyphosate's like the bad guy that breaks down the, the blood-brain barrier and allows the other bad chemicals in. And, and that correlates, that concept correlates um, the, skyrocketing, uh, the skyrocketing increase of what they call autism or vaccine damage in the late 1990s. There was a huge spike, and that's when GMOs and glyphosate were introduced into our food supply. The, if you think about it, mercury was in vaccines since 1929, and there was no huge spike of autism then. It only happened in the late 1990s when GMOs and glyphosate were put into the food supply, along with the increased um, doses of, uh, of vaccines as well, and the fact that they were um, vaccinating infants and newborns, um, which, which hadn't been happening before that. So there's a lot of different factors, but I believe that the introduction of glyphosate is a major contributing factor that we, we can't, you know, um, just stop vaccinating or just eat organic, that we, we really have to think about what's happening in conjunction with all of them together. Um, another reason why this is so disturbing is because we've only detected glyphosate. There are at least 52, according to other scientists, other chemicals in the final formulation of Roundup and these other glyphosate-based herbicides so there are potentially several dozen, if not a hundred, other chemicals uh, likely to be found in vaccines, and no one knows what the um, synergistic effects are. You know what what the results are of these multiple chemicals um, working together in the body, in the muscle tissue, um, in the brain, or you know in the organs of, of an infant are. And so this is this is um, an extreme, extremely disturbing. Uh, concept to to understand, um, you know, and and one of the other facts that Tony Bark mentioned, Dr. Tony Bark, she's a pediatrician, said that the fact that glyphosate has been detected in vaccines is is concerning for a couple of different reasons, health wise. Um, one is the reason because it's being directed, in, you know, injected directly into the muscle tissue, and we don't know what the effects of that are. Two is that it's being injected along with the mercury and the aluminum and the polysorbate. 80, these, these are antigens. These are things that the body learns to attack in order to prevent the illness from coming on, you know, in, in, to illness developing in the body, the disease. But if it's, it's detecting glyphosate as well, it'll attack the glyphosate and then the body will recognize glyphosate as an allergen. And so what might be happening is, you know, thousands, if not millions of children with allergies to glyphosate, not necessarily wheat or um, you know, the potatoes or the carrots that um, have residues of glyphosate on them. And so that's very disturbing as well, because obviously we have a huge number of children with, with allergies, my sons included. And um, the third thing is that glyphosate at very tiny levels at, can mimic estrogen. And that's why it's been shown in a Filipino study 
um, study from the Philippines to um, stimulate the growth of breast cancer cells because at very small amounts it can mimic estrogen and slip into the um, the, the cells and disturb the the sex hormones and so that's in, incredibly disturbing as well as as, as al- along with the the fact that it destroys the gut bacteria and pretty much every kid with autism has gut dysbiosis and uh, we know that glyphosate destroys the gut bacteria so there's many reasons for this to be extremely concerning and um and well, they, we're, we're very we're we're dismayed. We're, we really are dismayed to release this information, but we hope that it will stop chemical farming, GMO chemical farming, and start people on the path now to buying organic and to turning around this food system, so that we can have a healthy America again. Well, um, I I really want to thank you for that, and I want uh, we have about three minutes left, and I wanted to accomplish a couple of things. First, I wanted. There was something, I think it, it happened during uh, one of I our... I can't it, hear you if you're oh, talking. Oh, okay. Brandon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hello? I can, I can hear you. Okay. Zen, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. What I what I was hoping to accomplish in the last couple of minutes that we have here, um, I wanted to give Michelle a chance to remind people... Um, of her her group, but I thought Zen, you first of all, there was something. Uh, EpiPens have been in the news like crazy, and you mentioned allergies, and I think there was during one of our interviews that it came out on the amount of EpiPens that a school nurse used to store versus how much they store now. And I was wondering if you, if that was you, if you could uh, give me those uh, st- stats. And then also just a, a quick thing on why what Michelle and her group's doing is so important because you have worked with these parents and you know the power of, of the mom and the parents uh, getting out there and educate, getting the education to them. So I'll let you finish up. Go ahead. And then Michelle, if you can... Uh, jump in and tell everyone about your website again. Oh, wonderful. Well, Thank I you. don't remember the exact numbers, I'm sorry, of the EpiPens, but it was it was something like a few dozen, that, and then it went up to hundreds, you know, in one year um, at one school in Irvine, I believe. Um, but we, we know now that there's been laws passed, you know, of EpiPen in every classroom, and um, that these allergies can get worse, and so... The marketing is is done in such a way that you know, which is rightfully so. That if you don't have one, it could be deadly for your child. So most parents now that have had any issues with food allergies, you know, carry one with them everywhere, and they cost six hundred dollars a piece now, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. Some places that you know they've given coupons out to be thirty three hundred dollars. Um, you know, it's it's just ridiculous. The, the the billions of dollars that's being made off of our sick children is. Um, really disturbing. But, you know, having had to use an EpiPen, I'm also grateful that we have them and that they can, you know, they may have saved my son's life when he had a reaction. So I am grateful for, for the right. ability then, to have okay, one well, as I well. Guess, are we, um, and, and what Michelle is doing, of course, is crucial because you can eat organic food, but um, if, if an airplane comes and sprays your child when you're at a park, or if, you know, a truck comes along and sprays while you're um, you have your child, you're taking your child for a walk, then, um, you know, untold damage can be done. Neurological damage and, and even permanent damage can happen in one exposure to toxic chemicals. I mean, it, it can happen. And so if, if you are somebody who's maybe not so sure about the food issue or you want to 
um, you're doing good with eating organic or you, you, you have something else, um, some, you, you feel this need to do something else about this. Um, I would say especially the grandmas out there that have a little bit more time on their hands. Okay, we, we got it. We got to cut off now. So everyone, I just want to remind, go ahead, Michelle, what's the website? Come visit us at non-toxic communities and non